0: Rachel, and this is John, and we are your hosts of The Four Show.
1: The Four Show is a weekly YouTube show to help you be more for the people in your life because we believe that Jesus is for you no matter where you are in your life.
0: Yeah, and actually last week we wrapped up by talking about that, how Jesus was for the people who were nothing like him.
1: Yep, we sure did. And... I don't know about you, but me, I kind of. I've always kind of embraced um, being around people that were different than oh. me. Um, it's kind of funny, like, everything with me can be tied back to sports. But uh, my wife is a big VCU fan. VCU's in the same conference as Dayton. So we. Under normal circumstances, we get to see them play once a year, mm. and it's so fun for me because I love going into like the sea of red with a yellow shirt on, and just <laughs> the looks and the 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 whispers under the their <laughs> breath, and I just I just love like being a contrarian. Yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, and and I I just, I, I mean, I would, I'm not even an Ohio State fan, but I would love to go to the big house, um, in a red shirt and root for the Buckeyes in like a sea full of Wolverines.
0: You talk like I know
1: who those people are. Those are teams.
0: Yeah, I get that, but.
1: One's there, one's here.
0: Okay. That's all that matters.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just I, I I just love putting myself in situations that are different from what I'm comfortable from. Um, not necessarily that I would put myself like in a dangerous situation, or um, I still try to keep like my guardrails up. So it's not like I'm gonna go to a bar at three o'clock in the morning or something. But um, I <laughs> I like to put myself in uncomfortable situations because. Meet different people, experience different things and it's
0: a good just growth kinda, opportunity. Yeah,
1: just learn uh-huh. and learn and grow. I so, like that. Yeah.
0: Thank you for sharing that, John.
1: <laughs> yeah, so this week we have week two of the series You're not far. It's a series on what Jesus really had in mind and who and what he was really for. So we're gonna throw it over to John Harney.
0: Yep. But make sure you stick around because we have some rewards, some recaps and some reminders when we come back. See ya. Yep. See you later.
2: As a soccer referee, I've obviously spent a lot of time learning the rules of the game. There are 17 laws, we call them laws, to the game of football, what you Americans call soccer. And it's important to know the laws of the game, but what's more important is knowing how and when to apply those laws. You see, the referees that I see who struggle the most are the ones who know the laws inside and out, but they don't actually obey what we lovingly call law 18, common sense understanding of the game, knowing how to properly apply those laws for the betterment of the game. Now one of the conversations that we referees have is about bringing the game into disrepute because of decisions and actions by players and by referees. And for referees, we can make what we're doing disreputable when we ignore the fact that what we're doing is like we're participating in an imperfect game that's played by imperfect people on an imperfect surface in what I'm sure is undoubtedly unideal or an imperfect circumstances. Basically, if and when we focus only on the rules, we forget the overall purpose, which in the game of soccer can change depending on the age of the players, the level of competition, and the reason for the matches. But honestly, in the game of life, whether it's sports school or religion when we focus only on the rules it can be difficult to remember the overall purpose of something the overall purpose of life now i'm sure you've seen this before in in different places of your life maybe in your job you know if you or if people you work for spend all of their time focusing on the rules of the job you can miss out on the actual purpose of what you're trying to do you can get more caught up in the minutiae of the day-to-day rather than the meaning. In our homes, if we focus on the rules of the home, we can forget the purpose of our homes and the purpose of our families. Some of you have been on the receiving end of this with your parents. Some of you have been on the giving end of this as parents. But most all of us have experienced to some degree this idea of rules over relationship. And listen, rules aren't bad. They can play a very important role in our lives, so don't hear what I'm not saying. But when a rule trumps a relationship and circumvents purpose because of that, a rule can take on a life of its own and it can begin to hurt us, create disconnection, and it starts to disenfranchise people from purpose in life. Unfortunately, this is something seen so very clearly in Christianity. You see, not long after Jesus left, some well-meaning people and lots of well-meaning people started trying to take what Jesus said and build on it what they believed Jesus actually meant. Adding to his teaching and his example beliefs of what would make you a better Christian if you just did this or, you know, or acted this way or you know, didn't act like this or didn't go there, you know, whatever. Making heavier and heavier and heavier the burden of being a Christian and focusing less and less and less on following Christ's example and what He actually said. But I honestly believe, and I know, like here we go again, but I honestly believe that Jesus had a whole different idea. In fact, Jesus said that He had a different idea. See, Matthew, one of the historical writers of the life of Jesus, he he writes in what we call chapter 11 of the book of Matthew, about an interaction that Jesus had where Jesus flipped the script on people. Jesus talks to the crowd that's gathered around him in this chapter and he's talking about what it what is really important in life and it's not what they expected. Uh, Jesus says that it's not about following the rules and everything like looking right but actually making changes in our lives repenting or you know asking for forgiveness from God and people and really living differently. And then Jesus says something shocking. Something that had to be comforting to some people in the crowd, but it's definitely upsetting to others. But overall, this idea was new to everyone. He says, come to me all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. Now, this is not how they would have thought about God, religion, the temple, this is not how many of you think about God, religion, Christians, or church. Jesus says, a life with me, following my example, it isn't burdensome, it's restful. And to this particular audience, their experience in religion was somewhat like some of ours. They had a lot of rules, in fact, they had over 600 laws, to be specific, that they had to obey. They had a very strict set of sacrifices and ceremonies that had to be you know, laid out for them of how they had to follow and to be good ultimately with God. And To make it worse, each rabbi or teacher of their time would add to it what they called their yoke. They spent a lot of time following rules in a hope of being okay when it was all over. Now, you may or may not be familiar with this idea of a yoke, but if you google it later, you'll find pictures of these big heavy wood and metal harnesses for oxen. And honestly, the fact that this is what they called it during a time when everyone would have been familiar with what they were you know, talking about when what a yoke was is astounding to me. People would have seen the oppressive weight of a yoke on their oxen that they used to farm and here are the teachers of the day, the religious elite people. They, they took commands of God to the Jewish people and they added even more weight to it. But with one small sentence, Jesus changed it all when he said, Follow me, for my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Essentially, you have nothing to worry about. What you've experienced up to this point is not what I'm about, nor what following me is about. Because, you see, Jesus spent all His time rearranging the approach to God from it's all about what you do into it's all been done for you. From follow all these rules and you're good to if you love me, keep my commands. My commands, what I want, like for and from you, it's really easy. I want you to love God and out of the overflow of that love. I want you to love people. Jesus never let rules ruin a relationship, unless someone tried to make the rules more important than a person. And if someone put rules before people, then Jesus had a problem with that. And he had a problem with that person. This is how Jesus flipped the script. So if you're a Christian, Let me ask you a question. Let's let's start with us first. Is there an area of your life where you are emphasizing rules over the relationship with people? You see, just like the religious elites of Jesus' day, Christians have a tendency to put rules first and forget the purpose of following Jesus, which was being for people. What do you need to do to get that back in the right order in your life? And if you're not a Christian, maybe you just need to take another look. Because possibly what's been introduced to you as religion and God and all this other stuff, everything that has frustrated you with the rules of Christianity is exactly what frustrates Jesus. And if you look again, you just might come to realize that ultimately you're really not all that far.
1: Welcome back. Um, so this week, John talked about the how the rule can trump the relationship sometimes. And um, so have you experienced that at all in your life?
0: Yeah, I have actually, sadly.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: uh, <laughs> well, you don't want to be excited about that.
1: <laughs> I have. It was great. <laughs> I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> uh, I had a previous church experience where like a hundred percent. The rules overshadowed the relationships with the people. And it made me feel like I was being for them at the church because of like serving and things, but wasn't getting them being for me kind of in return, if that makes Mm -hmm. any sense. So, uh, it kind of left me disappointed and a wee bit angry because they're supposed to be representatives of Jesus and what he represented. So,
1: yeah.
0: It was a little disappointing.
1: Yeah, and that can be dangerous cuz if you feel that way about a church, mm-hmm. it's not hard to eventually one day feel that way about God. Yeah. So,
0: it can set yeah. the tone for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, for sure. so rewards for this week. Yes. If we have any math nerds out there, they know that this Sunday is Pi Day. Pi Day. 3.14. He 18, knows it. He just True. Two eight nine. <laughs> <laughs> 3, 2,
0: 8, 9.
1: <laughs> so pie day, our reward is gonna be a pie. A pie!
0: Cause not only is it pie day, like Smart people, but it's also pie day for us dessert people.
1: Yep, it's a it's a good excuse to eat pie. Yep, um, so that's
0: why we're giving away a gift card to Mahaffey's Pies.
1: Mahaffey's Pies, and it's Lord be, help
0: us, do they have pie? It's
1: gonna be good for one pie. Yep, but you don't have to get only one pie. You can get as many pies as your but little one of them heart will desires. But one of them will be. Yeah. Courtesy of Bridge Church. It's gonna be great. Before show. <clears throat> um, what? You've had pies. I haven't had any pies from Mahappy's, but you've had pies from there.
0: Yeah, are like you calling th- me out right now? One or
1: two? <laughs> <laughs> how many pies have you had what, from Mahappy's?
0: When me and Daniel...
1: You've only lived here a couple years. How many pies like, have you had from Mahappy's?
0: We did go through a period where we were buying one to two pies a week.
1: <laughs> we went through a pie period. Yeah.
0: It was a pie period.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a dark,
0: dark time <laughs> Yeah, it was... <laughs> It was a pretty boring time I, we didn't have anything else to do but eat pie
1: well and you you were pregnant
0: <laughs> i was pregnant with roman with roman and he was a newborn at the time it went on for a while
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> our
0: pie time was not a short time
1: it was a season <laughs> it was a pie test.
0: <laughs> it was a pie season
1: so, but uh, you enjoyed your Mahappy's experience yeah it nonetheless. was
0: yeah the <clears throat> different varieties it almost makes it hard to choose i like a good three choices and you throw 20 out there it's like i don't even know what to do but you got like four different apples i don't know
1: plenty of choices yeah they're really really yeah they're great so keep an eye out on instagram this week because Mm -hmm. they're gonna post about the giveaway Mm -hmm. you can like it you can share it um each like uh gets you entered to to win Mm -hmm. and then you can be for someone um, in your life by tagging them mm-hmm. and entering them to win
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and the giveaways have been pretty fun. Recently, they have been.
0: So. Real creative.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So yeah.
0: Anyway, So our circles, they are coming to a close kind of soon which means our second quarter circles are starting up mm-hmm. so be on the lookout for all of that information about how to get signed up for our second quarter circles.
1: We also have an event coming up, March Madness. March nineteenth, six to eight p.m. Join us at Wings in Beaver Creek. Mm-hmm. Is that that's LaFino Plaza, right? Yeah, LaFino Plaza. My producer says. My pro- <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> The guy who put it together.
1: <laughs> so no reservations. We're just
0: going to go showing up,
1: mm-hmm. taking over. Um, we're gonna be four the servers and the staff, and we're gonna leave good tips and eat a lot of food. And
2: Come hungry, tip well. Yeah, Yeah. come
1: come hungry and tip well, exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited because two of my, like, probably top five favorite things in life are buffalo wings and basketball.
0: I mean, yeah, I get the wings part, So, yeah. So, that
1: again, that's March 19th, 6 to 8 Mm p.m., Wings Restaurant in Beaver Creek, which is... Bring a friend
0: or something. Don't just come by yourself.
1: No one wants to eat wings alone. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) John does.
1: (laughs) Well, I have. He waits
0: for everyone to go to Um... bed. So,
1: So, and then, um, let me, hold on, let me do the math. Yeah, that would be the next weekend, March 27th.
0: Yep. Quarterly gathering,
1: 6:30 p.m. at our part, our local partner, Fair Creek, which is in Fairborn. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're generous enough to let us uh, use their building for our quarterly um, quarterly gathering. Yeah. Like Rachel said earlier, our circles, uh, the first quarter of our circles are coming to a close, so we want to kind of bring all the circles together, and that's the women's circle, the men's circle, the couple's circle. And um, it'll just be nice to, to, bring, to bring all those people together and um, hopefully we can share some stories about cool things that have happened within the circles and mm-hmm. get everybody excited for the second quarter. Yeah.
0: Just celebrating all sorts of stuff Jesus is doing. Yeah. He does stuff.
1: And, of course, just before each other. Yeah. Um, and, again, that is March 27th, 6.30 p.m. And, again, we say thank you to Fair Creek for letting us use their building. That's mm-hmm. where it's going to be, Fair Creek.
0: Yeah. All that information will be on the website, bridgedayton.com, on the Church Center app. I think those are the only two places. It's all we talk about. Yeah. Uh, all of that. March Madness. Quarterly gatherings, circles, it's all on there. Yep, One-stop or shop.
1: it's a link in the show notes. Um, yep. Keep an eye on our social media. We always post about upcoming stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, That's
0: also where you can do your giving.
1: Yeah. Where I do mine. Well, not social media, but Church Well, around. Church Center app. Uh, yeah.
0: And dot
1: Bridgedaton.com.
0: I don't know. We just, Daniel's never consistent on where he does it. He just doesn't. I don't ask questions. Uh, The giving is the important part, though. It helps. Keep all of the good times flowing, all these fun, <laughs> I don't know, it's what the card says.
1: <laughs> the card says good times. Keep but all these fun
0: giveaways going. that we do, it all comes from that and the generosity and the hearts of the people that are for Bridge Church, because yep. that in turn helps us be for Dayton yep. and the people of Dayton. It's all on there.
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah, be sure to (coughs) hit like, subscribe, all that good stuff, uh, if you have someone in your life that you want to be for, you can send them this video, um, and send them last week's video, like I said, this is... If you
0: really think they need to catch up.
1: Yeah, this is week two of the series, so if, if they haven't caught week, week one, send both. (laughs) Go be for someone in your life, this concludes the fourth show.
0: Yeah be for pies.
1: <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Did you get tired walking from one room to the other? Yes, actually, I did. So roll with it.
1: Keep Fine roll. Just
0: think about how Daniel laughs at me keep all the
1: time. Rollin' rolling, rolling, rolling.